0: Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. I am a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you wanna have a sustainable career. So I'm here to talk to dancers about what they do outside the studio. Whether it's cookie decorating, tie-dye, a passion for plants, or starting their own businesses, dancers fulfill their creative passions in so many different ways. Dancers Doing Stuff is about living your most creative life, so if you love dancers and creativity, you are in the right place. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. My name is Haley, if you're new here, um, and I am so excited for today's episode, Uh, my guest today is kendrick samuel and he is just like i'm obsessed with him so let me just read his bio because it's better than anything i could just say on my own so kendrick samuel is an actor model dancer choreographer and movement director better known as an all-around creative from queens new york a few of his credits include Py- pyre morgan Mo- uh pyre moss I don't know what that is, so I'm excited to ask. Good morning, America, Squarespace, Warby Parker, and more. His movement quality is just spectacular, and his classes look so fun. And Honestly, I've been kind of scared to take his class because it looks really hard, and it's really full body and really full out, and my stamina was not here even before the pandemic, so... I've been scared, but now that things are opening up, maybe I'll stop being a scaredy cat and I'll finally take class. Um, but Kendrick is truly like the definition of a creative along with dance. He has his own clothing line and like they, they don't just do clothes. It's like anything you could imagine called the apparel brand. He also is like so cool and into photography and like, not just like boom, boom, point and shoot. Like he literally developed his own Film like shook the canister like, what? Who does that? That is so cool. Like people are like, oh, I'm a film photographer now. No, he like legitimately is. Um, and also like he just, I'm sure he has so many more passions that we're gonna talk about. He has like the best skin ever, so like I need to ask his skincare routine. Seriously, like, I I don't know. Like before, also before I share this bomb. Com video of him dancing. I just have to say he also has like one of the best energies of people in the dance community in New York. Like seriously, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like something so like it just makes you feel like warm and like happy when you're around him. He's like truly like like, radiates the best energy ever. Like you'll see. So before I blab for the entire episode, let's check out this video of him dancing because it is Oh, chef's kiss, okay. Because this is a podcast, you can't see the video, but trust me, it is great. After the episode, make sure you head over to Essentially Haley on YouTube or Dancers Doing Stuff on Instagram so that you can check it out. But while I have you here, let's hear from our sponsor. Surprise! The sponsor for today's episode is me. Well, not me exactly, but the Dancers Doing Stuff Patreon. With the Patreon, you get a ton of really fun perks and you get to help support this show. Some of the perks include fun behind the scenes content, getting to know the guests beforehand and being able to submit questions to them. There are Zoom dance parties and stretch sessions. I give you all the craft supplies you need for the month, and you can craft with us live on YouTube. And we also have a private Discord. There are a ton of things, and those are just things that are happening right now. I really want to make stickers, so maybe I can send out some mail. I don't know. I've got a lot of ideas. One of the ideas is the Dancer's Dream Grant Program. When we get 100 patrons, I'm going to start donating $1 per patron every month to a dancer who has a creative project that needs help being funded. So that might be hiring a videographer for a concept video or actually paying your dancers or getting them at least some good snacks. There are so many ways that dancers can be supported and I would really love to create a community where we can all support and lift each other up and just all be creative. So the more patrons we have, the more money I can give back. Definitely, check out the Patreon, and let's get this community growing. Like, what? So fun. So amazing. So let's give a big round of applause. Bring them on in. Let's get it going. Hello. Welcome.
1: Hey, (laughs) Hello.
0: Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much. That was a beautiful introduction. I'm humbled and grateful by it all. And uh, I just wanted to shout out my favorite girl, Masumi, who's dancing in the video with me. That is my heart. She is the sweetest person ever, and I just wanted to shout her out.
0: Yes, she is unreal. Like, oh, I need to have her on the show. She's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the craft today, I got a little crazy because... You said you had glue and glitter, so I went with that. And also, yep. you said you were interested in essential oils, so I was trying to like combine yes. that. And I yes. thought it would be kind of fun to do something playful because you're so like well put together. So I thought we could make aromatherapy slime. So not aromatherapy dough, aromatherapy slime. Aromatherapy so,
1: slime. You're yeah. For it.
0: I've only ever made slime one time, but from what I can tell, it's basically glue, contact <laughs> solution, and baking soda. So yes. I don't think we can go wrong. But I've said that before, and it's been a disaster. So no, I agree.
1: I don't think we can go wrong either. I'm I'm already. I got my my stuff over here.
0: Okay. Already. Okay. So I'm sure okay. you'll have like you'll be the master at making slime after this because you, <laughs> I feel like you're the type of person who just literally like. If you want to know how to do something, you figure it out and you just like make it happen.
1: Oh that's that's most definitely a fun fact. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> that is a fun fact. I've never made slime. I've always wanted to. However, yeah. I've definitely played um, played with slime with my nephew, who's my best friend. So yeah.
0: While we play with this, I would love to know a little bit about like your dance history when you started i know you're from queens what is the dance yes. scene like in queens
1: oh we um we play no games here <laughs> we play no games anybody who knows the backstory or just like the energy and the motivation behind any queens dancer they will never fail to let you know that the energy is out of the roof we're full out we give face We're it's it's like this it's this monstrous feel of just movement and energy and performance all in one. But when I say monstrous, not in a way where it's like, oh, my God, no. Like, it's it's actually inviting. It's where, mm. um, I mean, all dancers uh, thrive off of and are inspired by performing. But I feel like myself and the dancers here in Queens in particular were, like, heavily influenced by the art of performance and movement to the core where it's just like it doesn't matter if you're standing directly in front of us at a show or if you're watching us from the other side of the screen on your phone like you're going to feel it you're gonna feel it. You're gonna
0: feel it. You're gonna feel it. Yeah. That's something a hundred percent when I was watching that video that I just played of you, I was just like, yeah. Oh my gosh, the camera performance that he is giving right now is yes. so amazing. And I think that's something that dancers sometimes struggle with, especially yeah. if you don't have like experience, but you have such a natural like you draw the camera in you draw people in with your energy so it's amazing that it can translate through film like that
1: yes thank you thank you thank you it's so funny too though because i um i i feel like as far as my performance goes i can i can go up and down with facials and camera performance cuz a lot of times i'm more so like it's the intensity in my eyes that's focused on making sure that I'm hitting every point within my movement or within anybody else's movement that I'm learning or performing or whatever the case may be. I'm not always as locked in as I was in that video, but that is something that I keep in the back of my mind that I want to get that I want to get better at. Like that was my first time in front of the camera. I'd want to say in a while in 2020. Like that was my first mm. time really like dancing because 2020 was just full of a lot, you know, and. Um, <laughs> I got Yo. my feet wet with a lot of different things, other things, creatively. So I feel like that was like a celebratory, like really cool moment to just embrace something that I've missed for so long, you know?
0: Yeah, 100%. So when did you start dancing? Were you just always moving like as a young <laughs> little Kendrick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, young little Kendrick. Um <laughs> I was, I was, I would stand in front of the TV and I probably shouldn't have been watching any of this stuff at that age, but it's not (laughs) like it was provocative or, or something that I shouldn't have been watching. It's just that you wouldn't expect somebody at the age of like, um, six or seven to be intrigued by Missy Elliott videos or genuine videos or Usher videos or Aaliyah videos or watching, um performances of some of our favorite artists on BET Spring Bling or MTV Spring Break or um, oh my god uh, VH1 Behind the Music are you kidding me like my life like my life at seven years old as a young hungry being not even an artist yet because I didn't Mm -hmm. even know whether I wanted to do those things 100%, I just knew that I was so intrigued, so interested um, making the video on MTV. Like, everything that has to do with art, performance, movement, fashion, behind the scenes, it's so interesting when I think back to those things because that is literally my life in a nutshell these days, like, wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I um, I started off watching um, a lot of music videos. Like, this is... My brother and my grandma, they can tell you this was me in front of the TV, bobbing my head to Missy Elliott. She's a bitch video, like (laughs) boom, 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 boom,
0: boom, boom,
1: boom. (laughs) And um, to be honest, from there, I didn't even pursue dance. I was was just in school. I was always into the arts, though. Like, I was Mm -hmm. always into the arts. Arts and craft was always my thing. I didn't really pursue dance until my... uh, eighth grade year in in junior high school like really pursue wow. I don't think it really counts when you I mean it counts it counts in my elementary which is so funny because I can see my elementary from my attic window right now
0: kind of trippy oh my <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um that's like the first time that I hit a step in school for uh, we had a black history month show and we danced to um get up stand up by Bob Marley which was pretty cool Um, Dancing like I had two left feet, which is weird because I dance at family functions and stuff like that. But that's a whole other story. Um, But yeah, my eighth grade year, I joined the the dance team my eighth grade year and um, went into high school. I left I left my junior high school and from the new high school that I was at, which was Flushing High School, I was coming back to my junior high school to do performances and dancing and all of that stuff. Um I'm sorry this is a very long-winded answer. No,
0: I love this because <laughs> I think I something that I I always like to think about is like the dancer like a dancer's like dance tree like kind of like a family tree and like yeah. I think it's so cool that we can trace back and see all of our influences and who our teachers influences are and like oh, just yeah. seeing all of that and then seeing who the dancer is as right. like a what how they've used all that knowledge and like internalized it and then brought it back into the world. So I'm fascinated with hearing people's history with dance.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um I feel that a hundred percent. I think I I think I took a break for a bit and mm-hmm. then it just found it found its way back. And I knew when it found its way back at that particular time, like my junior year in high school, I'm just like, okay, I think this might be a thing and when I say a thing I don't mean to disrespect like the craft in itself because I know anybody who's a true artist and a true creative hates when anybody calls what we do things. Um, <laughs> so I I started taking up dance and like actually getting like technique, like training in technique um, and learning the ins and outs of that and then I ended up joining um, my local dance studio, which is DeVore Dance Center on Hollis, Queens, which is also just a couple of blocks away from my house here in Queens. Um, and from there, I started dancing at Queensboro Community College. Shout out to Emily Berry, my college dance professor who got my life together, who got my balance <laughs> together, who got my professionalism together, who got my mm. character together. Um, All things that are important and necessary and vital for a thriving career um, as an artist. And um, one day I was in my English class and I'm looking around the room. I'm looking at my notebook. I'm looking around the room again. It's like a scene out of of a movie where you hear the professor speaking, but you're just zoning every, tuning everybody out. I text my mom, legit pulled my phone out while the professor's speaking. I text my mom. I'm like, hey. I'm not coming back this is not even about next semester the semester like I'm just not coming back at all like I want to pursue dance full-time and she's like what you are going back <laughs> and I'm just like no I'm not like how how wow. how are you telling mom you're not going back and that this is not up for a debate like who do I think I am you know what I'm saying but right. um <laughs> sure enough I made mom proud. I I think that was May of 2013 by February of 2014 I was signed to my first agency which was Block just a few months wow. after dropping out and I'm letting her know I'm just like I'm serious like this is it. I cried like a baby when I got that email. Can we talk about Yeah, it? how
0: did you how did you get signed? Did you go to one of those like big crazy open <laughs> calls? Like Yes, I did. It's so interesting to hear how people get their agents cuz it can be so many different ways
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so many i um definitely went to an open call um wow. like i said the year was the year was 2014 anthony burrell was the choreographer and um who's who's become one of like my great friends today um always inspiring always dope always like just pushing and inspiring the next generation to be just as great if not greater but yeah i went and They did the typecasting. It's so funny, I remember having an outfit for the typecast because, you know, you have to have your look right. But I knew in the back of my mind that my look was fly, but I wanted to dance in something that gave more, you know, more of a street hip hop feel. So I walked in, I remember having these black, somewhat fitted skinny jeans some cool like fabric looking shoes you know h m they always put out some cool looking (laughs) sneakers like some fashion sneakers or whatever (laughs) i think a white tank top and maybe like a vest on top of that and so i went and um they're typing people and um if you get a sticker you stay if you don't they let you know thank you for coming i got a sticker and i'm like okay great from there i went out into the hall found a bathroom and i changed into like some fresh blue jeans And I put on some fresh white-ups. So it was giving, um, uh, what's this J-Lo music video? They're on the beach. They're all with her. The white tank tops, the blue jeans, the white-ups. I don't
0: know what song it is, but I can see it.
1: Love Don't Cost a Thing.
0: Ah, yes. I
1: I hope I'm not butchering this shit. I think so. I hope I'm not. I don't know. We'll
0: we'll look it up and and correct it. yeah, 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 yeah. A
1: nice, clean look muscles are showing blue jeans clean look super ready like and the rest is history i think we danced to um brandy put it down um which i love like because that beat is just stupid and kenny loves a perfect opportunity to get his groove on um and yeah i got i got signed to block nyc It's
0: so cool do you remember your first job that you booked after getting signed
1: The first job that I booked after getting signed was not with Block. Um, Mm. I I was signed with Block for like eight months and um, later that year, that November, uh, you can only imagine, I'm like, I'm I'm giving mom the told you so talk and all of this stuff and then later that year, that November, I got a letter in the mail that they were releasing me and I didn't (gasps) understand anything as to why I was confused I ended up being in a really dark place because at the time I was going through a breakup as well so just all the darkness what is happening but um ended up pulling through that next year I was touring with the Illusionists, um my magic family on the road yes. who I, I've absolutely grown to love I worked as just like a you know, freelance artist for that whole year. And I ended up getting signed to another agency, which has become Family, who I absolutely love and adore, which is MSA. Um, yes. Shout out to Rebecca and Bree and Greg. And um, yes, all of the beautiful agents like yes. they hold it down my first job that i booked with msa it was a promo commercial for the vmas like what
0: are we talking what? about that's so like, cool
1: <laughs> it was super 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 dope um i'll never forget it um that that commercial in particular was to um highlight future who was performing that year at the award so it was me and this other girl and this young boy who played a young future so he's pretty much speaking about his experience in life as an artist, his creative process and stuff like that. So you see baby future with his like little twists and dreads and stuff like that and they have the girl who's absolutely fucking incredible. She's twerking, she's on a headstand. And then there's me, the black token boy skinning out, um body all oiled up and they they did like these really cool um like makeup effects, I had a cut on my face. Um, that they did make up and then there was this this other really cool moment where you know the music is booming it's so impactful that like blood they had blood dripping out of my ear oh and my like God. just super dope like the lighting was awesome it was amazing everything about it was super dope and it like it premiered on MTV at like 3pm I think the day before or like two days before the show so they just kept showing it and like my friends are hitting me wow. up so you know,
0: they're just like hey is
1: that you and I'm just like sure yeah. <laughs> it. <laughs> so was my it. first job that was my first job my first job that
0: is so cool and when did you start were you always into choreography and teaching or when did that kind of passion start for you
1: absolutely I entered that way and mm. I always I always um I pride myself on that because I'm not a fan of the whole box thing um or doing only one thing and like silencing yes. everything.
0: Because I know that doesn't
1: that doesn't get you um to anywhere happy. Um, so I'm like I always I always made sure to exercise all of my creative muscles. So the way that I came in, like what I came in doing is what I've been doing. Like I've always mm. been I may not have understood the idea of branding and marketing, but I always played around with logos, like well, if I were to do something, if I were to offer some type of artistic service or whatever, what would a Kendrick Samuel logo look like? And there's been a shit ton of logos after the other, after <laughs> other, even with me not having, or at least thinking that I don't have anything to offer just yet. And uh, yeah, like I always, I always choreographed, I always taught classes, whether it was two people in the room, six, seven, 10, even down to one, I've always just enjoyed sharing my movement. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's always been a thing. That's always been a thing.
0: So I wanted to know, before we get into our first game, what are some of your dance goals? Like, what are your dream jobs? What are things that, like, you you are planning? Because I know, like, whatever you put your mind to, you're going to do. So I feel like I'm, like, asking you to say, like, what predict the future for me. But, like, I'm confident that whatever you put your mind to, you're going to do. So... Tell me what's in your future.
1: (laughs) Dream dance job. Great question. Uh, My dream job is to work with Beyonce.
0: Mm.
1: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. B. Queen B. Queen B for the win.
0: Do you want to dance for her? Or, like, I feel like you could be in a lot of different parts of her her team. Like, once you're in there, I guess you could kind of spread your, your magic. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) You hit it right on the head. Um, I always tell people, I see myself dancing with her. I used to number it like, Oh, I just want to dance with her twice. And then I want to like, be a part of creative, like not take over creative, but I want to be a part of creative Mm -hmm. because I know there are people in place that have like bust their ass to get there who I commend and respect. Like, um, Jaquel Knight and Chris Grant and Dana Foglia and Cheryl Murakami. Like there's been so many people like just there in the space that have all of their hands involved that have that have created the 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 artists that we know as Beyonce, yeah. Aisha yeah. Francis, Danielle Polanco, like all of these people, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, I definitely need a piece of that energy on stage with her, like. Several times. As many times as the universe allows, as many times as God allows, as many times as um my body allows, I definitely want a piece of that energy on stage with her because um side note, like people always ask like what do you think about when you're dancing? Like what like what's your what's your mm-hmm. motivation when when you dance? And I always tell people Beyonce I'm like and this is this is just as 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 a male, I say that proudly, like my motivation is beyonce she's she's undeniable, she's impeccable she's she pulls you in like even even the haters love her like that's a real thing yeah she's so good that you can't stand her because she's that good you get what i'm saying so yeah that's true um, and
0: she's like so such a businesswoman. she has so many different things yeah oh my gosh well i think you give beyonce energy so
1: (laughs) i appreciate it thank you that is that is a dream beyonce is my dream job um nikki was one she was one a couple of years ago and then I actually ended up working with in 2017 so that was pretty cool another like big goal within dance and movement um, per se is uh i'm gunning for an an MTV Moonman for best choreography that's what i'm gunning for so
0: Ooh. Um, that's
1: that's a big time dream of mine so that's why i take like aside from choreography that's why i take like movement direction and all of that stuff so seriously because that's important and I always lead with my, my goal is to inspire everyone to get up and move. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I know that I do that for people individually, but I want that to start to translate with the artists that I work with, whose, whose movement I direct and who I set choreography on, whether it be a live performance, a music video, um, a photo shoot, whichever, you know what I'm saying? So that's my, that's my biggest thing.
0: Wow, I love that. And I have no doubt that it will happen for you.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Andy. All
0: right, it's time for our first game. Let me get my little... Time for Would You Rather. (laughs) All right, so for the people watching live, you can always participate. Definitely comment. If you're watching on Facebook, definitely head over to YouTube. Subscribe. Let me get those watch hours over there. Um, Okay, let me pick. So I pick one blue and one pink, and let's see what we get. Would you rather get bitten by a dog every time you go outside, or have to spell out words when you speak instead of being able to just say complete words
1: um well i've definitely been bit by a dog that's not happening every time i go outside me
0: too i got bit in the face
1: in the face oh no yeah
0: that's a story for Um, another time but (laughs) oh oh, she said in the face
1: um i got bit (laughs) on my hand um yeah i'm spelling the word out when i speak and i of course i be the person to find something like that to be fun. I'm spelling every word out, without
0: a doubt. Wow, that is a real skill. That is a real skill. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Would you rather have a paralyzing fear of buttons and zippers or never be able to leave your house? We kind of already lived through one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um A paralyzing fear of buttons and zippers? I love to dress up, though, yeah. so that's tricky. But I guess I'll be dressing up in the house. I'm not leaving the house, yeah Yeah.
0: I've gotten kind of used to it so (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah right like I'm a homebody so there's that
0: Ooh. okay last one would you rather have a giraffe neck or have to wear underwear that's always full of wet sand
1: whoa (laughs) whoa uh, giraffe neck for sure (laughs) yeah for sure for sure (laughs)
0: You would like really like imagine like being able to do a wave with your whole neck, like
1: <laughs> right, like just eating it up. We need neck, baby.
0: yeah. Oh, you would book for sure. Beyonce would be like, get that in my get team. Get the
1: giraffe neck. I need get it. Him. Yeah. Get him.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, transitioning. Let's yes. talk all of your many passions besides dance. I mean, where to even begin? You, you take it away. You because. There are probably so many that I don't even know about. <laughs> we could talk um, about the amazing one that's on your head right now. We could start it off oh, there yes. to make it easy. To make yes. it easy.
1: <laughs> yes, my baby that is on my head and also on my hand, if you guys can see. Is that a real tattoo. tattoo? Yeah, I got it earlier Earlier this summer. I woke up and I'm just like, this wow. is happening today. Actually, earlier this, earlier this year, like back in the spring, I woke up one day and I'm just like, it's time, Yeah. it's time. This was before I released the new collection this past July 1st, mm. but um, this is the apparel brand, my baby, um, my world, my inspiration, my interpretation of life, energy, mobility, productivity, energy in any way, shape or form. It's not geared specifically towards anyone. Like people always ask me questions like, oh, well, what's your demographic? What's your, de-? I'm, like, demo- I'm like, fuck that. It's for everybody, it's for the world. If a kid wants to wear it, he can. If, if an 80 year old wants to wear it, he can. If
0: yeah. anybody
1: my age wants to wear it, they can. Like I, I, I'm like, I don't care for the demographic thing. I, my biggest thing for, my biggest motivation for the clothing brand is to make people feel good first and then look good, because there's always Mm. that narrative, oh, when you look good, you feel good. While that's still true, I think it's important for us to feel good before the pieces get on us. So Mm. the motivation behind this is to um, check in, check in and pay attention and be aware and realize that as long as this is active and still going, that's a reason for you to smile. That's a reason for you to embrace life, whether good or bad experiences. So we got the heart rate symbol as a daily reminder, a friendly reminder, an extra little nudge like, yo, you still here, yo, you still kicking and pushing, yo. Mm. everything's okay we're breathing we're blinking we're smelling we're hearing we're tasting we're feeling like yeah that's what that's that's the overall long-winded necessary answer for what the brand is what it represents you know yeah and I know it's it's a it's a very interesting conversation starter for a lot of people. They say, like, Oh my God, what's that? Like, I have friends from LA tell me that, friends from Atlanta, friends from Connecticut, family from Boston, people in Long Island, people all over that are just like, Yo, like, it's a conversation starter. Like, people are mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, what's that? Or somebody, I had a friend the other day, um, she just bought uh, a new tote bag from the latest. The Power brand Academy collection. We I was have the token. The
0: Academy collection out yes, now. Yes, Everyone yes, go check it out. Academy it's literally oh, out and, and you did the photography for that too. Like, you okay? Yes, I shot We'll get to that. I we'll get to that. The
1: photography <laughs> for that. I designed the whole collection. I casted all of the models who were all beautiful, and my peers creative directed the commercial, sourced everything. <laughs> of course, like it's me. Yeah, for the Academy, the latest Academy collection, one of my close friends. She told me how she had the 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 collections founded on love, joy, and peace. So my friend um she told me that she ran into somebody and they saw the tote bag and the tote bag has Love 101, Joy One O One, Peace 101. So think of Academy mm-hmm. as school, but think of those principles as like being the school of life, love, joy, and peace. So she said when she ran into somebody with it on how it made them feel at ease it made them feel feel at peace and I'm just like wow just at the sight of the words like I'm like if that made her feel good imagine if she saw the shirt you know what I'm saying because the shirt has the um It's like guided principle, affirmation-based type of things under each category for love, joy, and peace. So that made me feel really, really good.
0: Yeah, and I mean, what an amazing message, especially after this, you know, year and a half that we've had. It's just, like, even more important. And I know that you're a big advocate of, like, mental health and just, like, checking in with yourself and taking care of yourself. And I think that that is just so needed and so important, especially... In the world, but also in in our smaller bubble of the dance industry, and like leading right. with love and not competition, and it's just so it's just so amazing. I love it. So, what are some of your other passions? Um, let's talk photography because I'm yes. really obsessed with yes. when you posted that video of you doing the film photography. Like, was, how did you I even was in
1: here? I was how did you even kitchen learn,
0: kitchen. learn
1: that? Yeah, I um so. I've dabbled in film for as long as I can remember, like anytime mom would buy a Kodak um, disposable, which was most of the time because she didn't really, um, you know, she didn't, she didn't have a digital camera. So she always walked around with the Kodak um, Mm -hmm. ones and the little.
0: Yes, I love that.
1: I, she'd take pictures of me. I'd take pictures of her. I was taking selfies before they were selfies. I'd put the camera in front of my face and just let the bright flash, like whatever. Um, I actually have some of those. I found some of those pictures and I want to scan them to like post them as like a cute little TVT yes, or whatever. You, um,
0: um,
1: you see my little nose. I. You know what? I have to send you this picture directly. I have one okay. with one of the many cats we've had and I'm like, nine or 10 years old with my little tiny face and the cat is right next to me and I took a picture on the Kodak picked oh it have to send it to you. Yes, um,
0: I need to see that.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I've always loved film and it was around, um, uh, what's what year was this? I think it was 2019 when we were doing um, Candace Brown's Soul Spot show. Yes. Um, a little before the show like maybe a few months before the show, I remember buying my first like official film camera, um, a 35 millimeter camera. I bought it on Amazon for like $56. And I just started shooting. I started shooting for fun, um, giving my brother the camera like, hey, can you just shoot this? I want to see what it looks like. And then I started taking pictures of friends. And then I got creative crazy and started calling up all of my friends that are creative, whether they sing, um, produce music, uh, Model, whatever the case may be, and you'll be able to see that on my um, film photography page, which is at KRS on Film. Um, quick little fun fun fact: people always ask, um, "What's the R stand for?" The R is my middle name. My middle name is Romney. It's pronounced, it's spelled, it's spelled Ooh. Romney, but pronounced Romney. So KRS stands for Kendrick Romney Samuel on Film. And yeah, I've always, I've always loved it. And I always, like you said, I'm big on doing research and learning like everything to the core. So I went on YouTube and just watched a lot of tutorials of like how to develop film and what are some of the like products and stuff you'll need to do that. So from everything to the bottles of holding the chemicals, to the tank and um, the stool to put the negative rolls on, to the film changing bag. If you don't have a black room, I don't have a black room and I don't, um, I never really intended on having one because I feel like that's really, uh, it takes up a lot of space. (laughs) Um, That's something that I'd wait to have, like when I have my own space where I could like incorporate it and stuff. Um, So yeah, I started developing film i have my squeegee and all this stuff i haven't done it in a while but um it's definitely a lot of fun and i love shooting uh it's interesting how something that you do for fun starts to become like an actual thing um two fun things that i got to do i brought my camera with me to shoot um i'm not sure if you remember but um i worked on chloe flowers um
0: yes yes
1: Music video with James Alonzo Carol of the Bells and I did uh, James was the choreographer. I was the um, Assistant choreographer slash movement director for Chloe Um, I brought my camera to the shoot the day of the shoot and um, I was just snapping for fun Of course as always it's always for fun Um, Because you know my eye just works different. So I was like, let's shoot. Let's shoot. Let's shoot. Chloe fell in love only for that to lead to her booking me as her official um, BTS photographer for um, her latest Harper's Bazaar Japan spread shoot, which blew my mind. I'm like, oh "What? My
0: God, amazing. You want me to do
1: BTS for what? Harper's Bazaar? What? Like?" And just a few days ago, um, another friend by the name of Hales uh, who just dropped her new single "Not Perfect," which is absolutely incredible, Ooh, available I've on all, all check platforms. It out. Um, she, uh, we're actually getting ready to work on the video soon. Uh, I don't know if I was able or allowed to say that, but Hales, you're incredible. I love you. She's incredible. Um, Yeah, we're working on that. And, um, so she, she just got a write-up done for her by, um, this blog that covers like artists and their new music and stuff like that. Me and Hales shot each other on film. She has her own camera, I have mine. We shot each other on film at like the middle of spring. And um, for the write up, they used all of the pictures that I shot of her. And I'm just like, wow, that's the first time like pictures of KRS You're are like actually published. on the write up. Like wow. um, music blog, like published. So between that and between the Harper's Bazaar Japan issue with Chloe, like it's, it's, um, it's interesting like it's if you feel something if, if you feel like an itch to to create or to invest in something or learn about something do, do it you never know where it'll get you and a lot of times it's not always about money in the beginning of course it's something that plays a part in it after a while but I think that's really cool and inspiring Keep yeah going
0: i think that's such a good point and i think that's you know that's why i always start this show off with a craft because i think that it's so important to mm-hmm. let ourselves play creatively especially when it becomes your job it's like yeah you like how, how many times when you were little did you just like make something or just like you have an idea and you just do it and you don't do it with judgment you don't do it for a perfect product you do it because you enjoy doing it so right. i'm a big believer that if you want to create and play and have fun it doesn't have to always lead to something but right. you never know if it could lead to something if you don't give yourself that time and that space to actually right. just play and create and like find yourself and what you actually like so right. i am a 100% on that vibe with you there. Yeah. Okay, it's time for our last game. Let me get our little <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> so it's less of a game, more of like a mystery experience. Um, So okay. I'm gonna pick like one random question. Some of them are more deep, some of them are more funny. We can always veto okay. them. Um, and we'll see what we get. Pick okay. a color. Orange. Would you rather? Oh, this is a would you rather, but we can do it. Would you rather okay. be bald or covered from head to toe in hair?
1: Well, I'm bald right now, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be
0: no beard, though, either. Ooh. Uh,
1: I actually would rather no beard because really? as, as, as as beautiful and as full and great as they look. Um, nobody talks about the ingrown hair stories that I absolutely cannot deal with. So that's fine. I, as long as I can have a little mustache, a little dirt on a blade, <laughs> we're fine. So yeah.
0: Cool. Cool. Okay. Next color. Purple. Are you good at forgiving people?
1: Oh wow! 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 I am becoming better at forgiving people. So I'm. I'm gonna give myself a yes because i think hmm that is so interesting now we're about to get deep (laughs) um i'm definitely becoming better at people i think it's something that takes time i don't think it calls for forgiving people like right away and stuff like i don't i personally i don't find that to be realistic because you know we're We're human. We have to feel things out. We have to give ourselves time and space to heal and get past those experiences, which in some cases can be traumatic. And even for the ones that aren't traumatic, they sting you a bit. And it's not always easy to bounce bounce back from a sting. So, um... I'll answer by saying I'm becoming better at forgiving people um, because I'm getting better at giving myself the time and space to respect my own boundaries. Mm. So it's not just about the boundaries that you set for the people, for them to respect, but you have to learn to respect your own boundaries and not go against that so that you're not forcing yourself into a space that you're not in just yet. Mm. Another long-winded answer.
0: That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, Yes. All right. Next color. Blue. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done on a dare?
1: Oh, wow. When's the last time I even played through the dare? The dumbest thing I did on a dare. I can't remember, honestly. I'm so sorry. I always we, can we truth. grab another one?
0: Yeah, we can do another one. Let Just me to
1: make see. up for that one?
0: I picked a random one. Oh, this is deep. What do you fear about getting older? Or do you fear getting older?
1: Wow. That's a great question. I fear not being able to move freely that's Mm. what i fear and that goes from everything to dancing teaching classes down to going to the supermarket like i fear being able to move freely
0: yeah and
1: so that's why we start taking care of the body now so that we can move and do whatever we want like i want to be 75 80 years old booking a flight to LA because I have to choreograph a music video at 75, 80 years old. You know what I'm saying? I believe it. I believe it. Choreograph an award show or direct a movie direct a commercial like thriving and bopping thriving
0: yes yes my mom she just turned 70 two weeks ago and she still teaches like 15 wow. ballet classes a week so wow. it's give possible. give her a fat wet
1: kiss <laughs> on the cheek just for me please.
0: i will <laughs> okay last question of these questions and this one might be kind of hard to answer because we might i don't know we might have already answered it What keeps you busy in your free time? And what even is free time? I can't even imagine you have time to do more things, but maybe you do.
1: (laughs) What keeps me busy in my free time? Um, Or I guess how do you
0: like to spend free time? Because I feel like saying being busy in free time automatically makes it now free time.
1: Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna get at. Like it's 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 kinda giving like oxymoron energy. Yeah. Which isn't <laughs> necessarily a bad thing because ironically, stillness keeps me busy. Although it's not really busy, but it's busy. I've learned to spend a lot of time with myself. A lot of time with myself. And in that in those times I can be in the dark. I can be journaling, I can be meditating, which I do a lot of journaling, meditating, sitting in the dark, talking to myself, going for walks like that's a constant like regular thing for me because I'm always big on checking in and I'm I'm someone that friends and family always want around and um, I respect it and while I'm humbled by that and while I love that, I still have to, learn to honor myself and, and charge myself up or, or or turn myself off and give myself a break when it calls for it because
0: mm.
1: um, just because you always want me around or need me around doesn't mean that I have the capacity to deliver on that. A lot of times I need to be on my own. A lot of times I don't have it in me to talk, to have company, to be on the phone, to answer a call to respond to a text right away. Like just the other day I responded to a text like a week later and that's usually not my thing, but I'm changing and Mm. who I was a year ago and who I was two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, even five years ago. Like I'm not that person anymore. So I'm learning to just respect Kenny and listen to spirit because baby, Mm. spirit don't lie and spirit is what we will honor. We're not working against spirit. So um, to circle back to your question, stillness, journaling, sitting with myself and going for walks is what I do on my free time. And I love to laugh. I love to laugh. And I also find a lot of interesting things therapeutic. Like I'm in, uh, you can say I have OCD. I'm an organizer freak. I love to clean. I love to sweep. I love to mop. I love to wash dishes. I love to do laundry. Fun fact my clothes are sitting in the laundry they've been sitting they actually finished drying at the start of this interview so after we're done i'm excited to go fold my clothes and bring that. them back like they're at the laundry as we speak i love watching makeup videos all of that stuff is therapeutic i love watching asmr videos cat videos all that stuff happens on my free yeah, time
0: i love that all right the last question that i ask everyone is what brings out your most creative self <laughs> <Ooh, ooh. laughs>
1: um, what well, brings out my most creative self taking a break from everything brings out my most creative self social media mm. breaks turning off when my phone dies letting it stay dead until I feel like turning it back on um, I've actually been a, on a bit of a social media break for like the past two weeks um, a lot of people don't know this at all but um, I just beat COVID a couple of days ago believe it or not um, oh, my so God. that was a thing. Yeah. How yeah. are you <laughs>
0: feeling? That That's, oh, my gosh, nuts.
1: I'm feeling a lot better. I had uh, some body aches and chills and congestion up and down. But I'm uh, blessed to be here, to be speaking to you, to be yes. taking even extra precautions than, than I was before. Downtime. I like to take breaks. And anybody who knows me knows that I'm good for taking social media breaks multiple times throughout the year. So I've been, um, I started going back out and like socializing and hanging out with friends, but I'm not so quick to sharing things on my story the way that I was before,
0: Mm. because
1: I'm big on being present and just enjoying the moment. I wanna be the one and the only one to see what my plate looks like, to see (laughs) what I'm drinking, to see what I'm wearing on my feet. It doesn't always call to share everything. And that's something that I noticed Another long-winded answer. I
0: love it, I love it.
1: (laughs) It's something that I noticed between um, Instagram and between Facebook, like just being home for the week, quarantining and just like stepping out of um, this social thing that I usually am one for getting consumed by. And I'm like, wow, like, so everybody's sharing everything? Like, like, Like every little detail? And it's not even from a place of me judging them. It's from a place of me realizing that I am that too, or that I have been that. And I'm just like, I don't think I want to do that anymore. I don't think it calls to to, to even post multiple times a week. I don't think it calls to post every single thing on your story. And while it can be fun and while it can be creative, it can also be very draining. It can also be Mm -hmm. very overwhelming. It can be very taxing. All of that stuff starts to tie into your self-esteem and, your self-worth and your self-value and stuff like that. So I'm learning to cultivate all of that goodness and, and, and you know, that love for self within self and by self and not relying on the outer world and likes and comments and engagement to make me feel good about myself because I think it's safe to say I've gotten lost in that. I think it's safe to say a lot of us get lost in it and there that becomes an addiction so yeah downtime most definitely like stepping away like there's times where i'll delete instagram off my phone for a week and i don't care who's dming me for work who needs a workshop who's looking for me for a gig like i love deleting social media i love unplugging from the world because i get to people watch i get to watch movies i get to spend time with my nephew who i said earlier is like my best friend and we'll even play with slime we'll dance with each other um um, we'll watch movies together i love to go ride my bike i love to tickle my mom i love to spend time with family um i love to eat everything that's not tied into work inspires me to create work from a better place when i get back to work in a nutshell Mm.
0: I love that. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Amazing. but long-winded answers. My name is Kendra No. Sadler. All I
1: have for you is long-winded answers and love and good energy and
0: yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's exactly what's needed. So, where can people find you if they want to get in touch? If they want to see your work, tell us all the things to follow, all the places to go. <laughs>
1: do, do, do. You can follow me at Kendrick Samuel on Instagram. That's K E N D, R I C K, S A M U, E L. Um, I just created a TikTok. A musician also. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I did. I I used to sing. I used to sing. Um, I still kind of sing sometimes. Um, a little birdie said I might be putting out. An EP later this year, but that's another conversation.
0: What? I was joking, but like, literally, what don't you do? Okay, so, yeah. sneak secret top secret sneak information. You heard it here. There might,
1: there might be there might be an EP. There might be an EP. Um,
0: Amazing, uh, Kendrick
1: Samuel on Instagram. I just created a TikTok. It's also the same at on um, Instagram, but just with a number one before the K. So one Kendrick Samuel. Um, You can follow my film photography page at K-R-S-ON-FILM. You can follow my clothing brand at the apparel brand, T-H-E-A-P-P-A-R-E-L-B-R-A-N-D. And you can also keep up with my in-studio dance series. Well, for now, it's a dance series. That's also something um, bigger and better that's coming in the fall. That's the movement cut, which is the video that Haley showed um, earlier before, um, before revealing me to your beautiful Yes, before your, I so
0: unveiled I'm, you. <laughs> yes, before
1: the unveil, um, the Movement Cut is um, an in-studio dance series that I created where um, I work movement out and all things creative, dance, fun, production, right on the spot. I come into the room with choreography and I just teach it to my friends and we shoot it cameras, fun, production, all of that stuff. But we're switching gears on the production aspect of it and what um that offers and what that's about. So look out for that in the fall while we um you know, just enhance things a bit and spice things up and and, and um, you know, curate for the God. I love it.
0: I love it. Amazing. Yeah, it and goes. so I'll put all of the links and all the apps and all the things yes. in the description Oh, and check out this. my
1: website, www.bamiel.com. Oh, H- yeah. I designed that shit myself. Of course $29. you did. Of
0: course you did. <laughs> literally, I, I think if I named one thing, like, there's literally nothing you can't do. Are you a good cook? Are you, like, Absolutely is there anything not. you're bad at?
1: I, I cannot. Wow, that's. So, um, <laughs> I cannot cook, I don't know how to swim, I, I'm scared to drive, I don't have my permit or my license, I'm scared to drive. <laughs> um, I do love roller coasters, um, that's, that's a cool thing, um, anything else I'm not good at, uh, but I can't play But those are all basketball. things that you
0: could learn if you, if you put your mind to, I'm sure if you yeah, learned, definitely. you would be good at them, so.
1: I'm the, I'm the youngest of four boys. My mom had four boys. I'm the youngest of four. All of my three older brothers have trophies, basketball trophies all around the house. I was like the little Barbie sister. I don't know, <laughs> but no trophies here. But I did just tell one of my brothers, my oldest brother the other day, who has like probably the most trophies. I told him, I'm just like, hey, I actually want to learn. He's like, what? You? I'm just like, yeah. He's just like, I feel like if you learn, you're going to be a problem. I like I'm like, I feel like if I learn, I'll be a problem too. But I literally cannot put the ball through my legs. Like I can't, I could can shoot <laughs> after a couple of drills. Like I could shoot. I'm, I'm pretty sure I could, I could have a nasty three point, um, shot after a few yeah. days of practice. But, um, yeah. yeah. Well,
0: look out for that it's future basketball star driving around in a car and, you know, cooking an omelet. It's all happening in 2022. Driving, driving
1: to my driving to my swimming lessons while singing my new single off my new EP.
0: I love it. (laughs) I see it. I see it. Driving to Beyonce. To
1: Beyonce. Yes. Yes, Yeah. Amazing.
0: (laughs) Well, if you would like to. Yeah. Thank you for being here. If you guys want to follow the show, you can find the show on The podcast version of this show is on all podcast platforms, Dancers Doing Stuff, along with the Instagram. The name is changing. We're going through a rebrand starting in September, so keep your eye out on that. Um, I'm excited to actually like the branding and feel like I'm excited to share since we've had 40 episodes and I never talk about it, so I'm very excited to be actually putting it out there in the world, and then also hopefully growing the Patreon. Shout out to our patrons. You guys are awesome. Um, And once we get to 100 patrons, I'm going to be starting the Dancer's Dream Grant program. So that means... Every month, I'll be donating $1 per patron to a dancer who has a creative project that needs help being funded. So whether that's renting rehearsal space or paying your dancers or hiring a videographer or getting costumes or feeding your dancers, there's so many things that go into this industry that dancers need help with. And I want to yes. be able to give back and have us as a community lift each other up and get creative. So... I think those are all my plugs. Definitely check everything out. We love
1: you, Haley. We love you. We love you. Can I just, can I just take this (laughs) moment um, to give you your flowers? I understand that this is my episode, but I wouldn't have an episode if it wasn't for your platform. So shout out to people like you who give us any artist, any creative, creative, a platform to plug themselves in, give people an opportunity to learn more about us. And um, yeah, just shout out to you because we don't know what you have to deal with on the technical or on the production side of things and just getting things together and finding ways to to just sustain a certain level of creativity to keep this thing growing and moving and shaking for as long as it is. You said 40 episodes, like that's a lot, like I'm like, (laughs) some some people can easily like punk out from something like this or be too afraid to start something like this so shout out to you I'm giving you your flowers and I hope you give yourself Thank your flowers you. and not just give yourself your flowers but also smell them too because that's a mm. thing don't just let them sit there in the corner and die water them smell them break off one put it behind your ear get cute' wash up with it one time for your mind
0: kitty <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being here and everyone watching. Have a great night. I'll see you next week.